Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast, where you can learn how to improve your diet, lose fat, and get fitter in a sustainable and fun way without spending hours in the gym. Here is your host, Darren Kirby. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. This is the number one podcast for dads in their 40s who want to improve their health and fitness. This is episode 61, and on today's show, it's going to be a solo episode with yours truly, talking about the misconceptions that dad face around nutrition and fitness. So let's dive into this uh, hugely uh, interesting and controversial topic. And the reason why I wanted to record this solo episode today is because increasingly um, I've seen on social media and online um, people talking about the ways in which that you should lose weight and you should lose fat um and there's so much you know um misinformation i believe and really it's just my opportunity to give you my perspective uh having been through it and um give you my my take on um the ways that we can kind of simplify a lot of this misinformation uh and information that's that's out there um so first of all um, I want to start with the biggest question that I get asked all the time, and that is how to lose weight and how to lose fat. And really, that's like a $64,000 question. And if there was one key to doing that, the person that was able to share that would be a billion, trillionaire, whatever. Because for years and years and years and decades and decades and decades, there has been thousands and thousands of businesses built off the back of trying to get people thinner, healthier, lose weight, more active and all the rest of it. And if there was one thing that enabled you to do that, then, you know, somebody would have shared it and and made themselves very wealthy. But the truth is, is that there are many different ways that you can approach it and tackle it like anything in life. Um, And but there are some core fundamentals, really, um, that you can follow. So really, first off, on the, on the losing weight and losing fat, and specifically talking about us dads in our, in our 40s, you know, with the, the five-day challenge that I'm running at the moment, a lot of people have posted in the group that they have got to a certain stage in their life and they, you know, they're just carrying a bit more weight than they'd like. And unfortunately for us guys, it's always around the middle. So it's the spare tire, the rubber tire, the midlife dad bod, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's where kind of the the net effects of our um, either extravagant lifestyle or excessive lifestyle tends to end up. Um, but there are some basic funda- fundamentals. The first one that I see get banded around a lot and is valid um, to a point, and that is calorie deficit, calorific deficit. So what does that mean? That means basically cutting down the amount of calories that you um, take in on a daily basis, quite simply. But one of the biggest areas that I see kind of gets missed and which is really important is that you might get somebody like me today who's decided that I want to lose weight and I want to lose my belly. And um, so I'm going to go into a calorie deficit, which is great. 
once you know where you're at currently. So what I mean by that is, before you go into your calorie deficit, do you know how many calories you're actually consuming a day? And I don't just mean in one day, it has to be over a period of time, right? So the simple way to do that is just basically to track your diet. I, I suggest a week, um, ideally two weeks, because it gives you a better kind of baseline of, of, of how you um, consume food and eat over that period of time. Uh, and then once you've got that baseline, then you can go into calorie deficit. Now, there is some statistics and science behind um, calorie deficit. And it's not just you're consuming two and a half thousand calories a day. So you're just going to drop a thousand calories and just have 1500 calories, which I have seen being posted on some social media groups, which um, is is not the way to do it, really. So what you want to do is and what you want to be in calorie deficit by 19%. So for example, if you are consuming the recommended daily amount of calories per day, which is two and a half thousand, and you're going to go into calorie deficit, then you want to cut that by 19%, which basically takes you down to 2050 calories a day. The problem with going into calorie deficit too much is that there, well, there are a number of problems really. But the, 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 well, the, the two main ones are that if you go into the calorie deficit too much, you'll be starving hungry, you won't be able to focus, you know, you'll be lacking in energy and all the rest of it. Um, and, the, and the second thing, but more important, is that calorie deficit works to a point. It's not a long-term solution. And so to, to kind of kickstart, you go into calorie deficit. But the problem with that is that if you go into too much of a deficit, the body goes into kind of fight or flight or what we call starvation mode. And what it starts to do, it actually has the reverse effect of uh, basically losing weight and fat and the body starts to store it. And the reason why the body starts to store it is because it goes into this starvation mode and it's, and it's almost like bloody hell. You know, I've I've been having two and a half thousand calories a day. You're now only giving me fifteen hundred calories a day. I'm in trouble here. I need to retain the fats. I need to retain the energy. I need to retain all of the nutrients that you've given me from my last meal, and I need to store it. And what happens is people can actually start gaining fat, and they can actually start gaining weight when that happens. So that's why I say calorie deficit only um, works to a point. Um, so. The next the next common thing that I see, and I don't know if this is an ego problem or anything like that with guys, and, you know, we do, our ego does drive us, unfortunately, um, and that is that, oh, yeah, you know, just go out running. Just go out running. You'll burn loads of, loads of weight and loads of fat. And, again, at a very high level, initially, that's exactly what will happen. But there's some dangers with just going out running, particularly if you're not a runner, you're not a conditioned runner. And some of you listening to this might think, well, anyone can run. Yeah, you can. Anyone can run. That's absolutely right. But will you stay injury free? The chances are not. Um, The biomechanics and our imbalances that we develop over the course of our life particularly if we're sitting at a desk and all the things like that if you then decide to go out and run a 5 or a 10k and you've not been a runner at all or you've not run for like 10 years the chances are you will hurt yourself or you will get an injury um 
But coming back to the weight loss scenario, is yes, you, you will you will lose weight. But it, that won't, again, that's not going to be a long-term sustainable thing. And you, you, know, you, you cannot, and I bang on about this all the time, you cannot outrun a bad diet. And what I mean by that is that you cannot exercise and then think that you can eat whatever you like. You can absolutely physically do that. But if your if your objective is to lose fat and lose weight, that won't achieve the objective, because all of the processed foods, all of the high inflammatory fat foods, all of the foods that have sugar in them that you consume because you think you're running, will just turn off all of the functionality and all the ability for the body to burn the fuel in the most efficient way. And what I mean by that is to give you an example is that if you um, are continuing with your high sugary foods, what happens is when the body has um, digested all of the sugar that it needs for energy to store in the muscles, to convert into the, uh, to glycogen and store in the muscles, the remainder, remainder of the sugar then will then get stored as fat, basically. Um, so you'll actually be doing, you know, you, you won't be, reducing your fat you'll actually be increasing it so you cannot outrun a bad diet and to kind of give you some context around it um if you wanted to burn off the let's assume we're going to just follow our standard diet that we have before we started to exercise or want to get healthy right and let's assume that on a friday night we would have a domino's pizza a large domino's pizza that on average, is around about two and a half thousand calories, right? If you wanted to burn off that two and a half thousand calories that you'd had from that pizza, you would need to run the equivalent of the London Marathon or a marathon to do so, just to be net the same as what you were before you ate the pizza. So the reason I say that is to illustrate the fact that we, in order to burn off the calories or the carbohydrates or the protein or the fats or everything else that we're eating, you have to, there's no direct correlation in terms of um, the amount you're consuming to the energy that you expend. So you're going to have to do a huge amount of exercise just to get to the net effect without being in a calorie deficit um, to lose weight, all the rest of it. So that's one of the other things, you know, diet is really, really key. And I say this to everybody that I work with, everybody that buys our programs, and it's in our programs, that 80% of your results will come from your diet. 20%, the remainder of the 20% will come from exercise. And so for the first two weeks of you wanting to make a change, I always advocate the um tracking of your diet and then changing your diet before you start to exercise and you will notice a, a significant impact in weight in fat in energy levels when you get the right nutrients um, in your diet and the final thing that I want to talk about in this solo episode and uh, that is what did I want to talk about that was um, the fact that calories are calories um, and it was and all calories are not equal and and you only again you only have to break it down um, to understand that so to come back to my 
calorie deficit example of 1500 calories. If you were to have a whole food diet which contained a 1500 calories, so if you used to have vegetables, you would have meat, you would have fish, that's 1500 calories, right? But if you were to have 1500 calories worth of chocolate, do you think that has the same nutrient quality and do you think that you would have the same outcome if you were to consume that same 1500 calories in chocolate? The obvious answer is no. So what my point around this is that not all calories are equal. And once you've started to dial in your calories, the next level you need to go down to is to the macronutrient level. So the three main macronutrients that our body needs are carbohydrates for energy. Well, that's our primary fuel source. Uh, protein, uh, because that helps with muscle repair uh, and building and lean muscle. Uh, and then fats, because fats are very important. Good fats are very important for some of our cognitive function. The brain is 60% fat um, and some of our cardiovascular function and various different functions in the body. Um, so once you've done, once you've done, you've, you've dialed in your calories, it's then looking at your macronutrients. And, and really the, the breakdown of your macronutrients is really dependent on, again, your objective. But by and large, for people that are listening to this, um, if your objective is to lose fat and to lose weight, uh, like I said previously in the recording, is, is to dial back your carbohydrates. Now, there's this big thing around, you know, completely cutting out carbs with your diet and all the rest of it. And, you, you know, you can't you say you can't. It's not advisable to cut out any major food group. Um, in your diet but you can change the ratios of those food groups so I always kind of advocate using a ratio of 2-1-1 and what that means is it's two parts protein to every one part carbohydrates and and fats um, and by doing that you will feel fuller for longer because protein is is the most satiating macronutrient uh, and proteins come in the forms of, you know, f from a vegetarian perspective, a lot of beans, a lot of legumes, um, chickpeas, things like that. And uh, from a meat perspective, you've obviously got chicken, you've got steak, uh, fish, you know, lots of um, things like sea bass, salmon, cod, things like that. So that's your kind of protein sources. Um, and then from carbohydrates, what we want to be doing with carbohydrates is we want to be making sure that we have what they call low GI carbohydrates. And what that means is, is that when the carbo carbohydrate is eaten and then it's digested in the body, the way that it gets released into the blood sugar and the way the body has to react to it is it is it's a much more tapered way it, you, with, with uh, white potatoes, white rice and white bread the body gets this massive rush of sugar because it's breaking it down very quickly, converting converting the carbohydrates into sugar, converting it into glycogen to then store in the muscles. And so the body has to really use insulin to balance out your blood sugar. Um, and you want to, you, for, for good sustainable energy, you want that slow release of carbohydrate throughout your day. Um, and then we have fats for, like I said before, for there's loads of different reasons why we need fats. But the important point I want to make about fats is that 
this is not your fried food from your takeaway because that is predominantly vegetable oil it's hugely hugely inflammatory it's massively detrimental to the body's functions the biggest one being our gut brain connection and the inflammation that it that those fats can cause on the brain which can cause extreme things like um, depression anxiety and all that kind of stuff just by having those inflammatory vegetable oil fats the fats that i'm talking about are things like your omega-3s omega-6s omega-9s um and you know saturated fats which is contrary to what we've been told by the health service and all the rest of it and without going into too much detail the study done in 1952 by ansel keys in the america in, in america has been found to be incorrect in so much as saturated fat does not cause heart disease and so again like anything we need to have it in moderation but we need saturated fats in our diet so those are the three main macronutrients um, and like i said i would advocate a ratio of two one one so two parts protein to every part um, carbohydrate and fat and it obviously depends on how active you are to, as to how much protein um, you have so hopefully that helps hopefully that has um dispelled some of the misconceptions around um, dieting and losing fat and losing weight if you want me to answer any further questions by all means um, contact me on uh, on social so message me on facebook our facebook page or in our facebook community on instagram uh, have a look at some of our stuff on youtube you can send me an email to darren with a double r at fitterhealthierdad.com and i'll be happy to answer um, any of your questions check out some of the free resources that we've got at fitterhealthierdad.com so i have uh, a five-day challenge uh, of which we've got about 350 people doing a live five-day challenge at the time of recording this um I've got a 14-day fat loss kickstart program and then we've also got our paid programs which are the um the 30 the 90 10 30 day challenge the 90 10 90 day challenge and the 90 10 uh plus coaching where I personally coach you through the whole 90 days so like I said guys thanks very much for listening I really hope that helps and um, I look forward to the next episode thanks for listening to the fitter healthier dad podcast if you enjoyed today's episode please hit subscribe and I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes all the links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes and a full transcription is over at fitterhealthierdad.com.